Hi everyone, this is the Jade Marissa podcast and this is episode 22. I'm talking to you from Thailand about the good, bad and ugly in sports and pop culture. Today's guest is a professional fighter all the way from Canada. He has been living, training and fighting in Thailand for a good amount of time now. Uh, training and fighting out of Luxafa Muay Thai. Um, so this episode we will get a good description of the life at Luxafa as well as all the crazy and wonderful antics that will happen in fighting and in Thailand. So welcome, Eric Rocha. Thank you, Jade, for having me. Yeah, thank you too. So whereabouts in Canada are you from? Um, so I'm from Toronto, Canada. Well, a little outside Toronto, maybe 20-minute drive or so, but I use, use Toronto as like our main point where people know for reference. And then you studied Muay Thai there? Yep, I started Muay Thai in Canada. And then um, I visited Thailand before, and then recently I decided to make a long-term stay in Thailand. Okay, so you, so you studied Muay Thai in Canada. You also studied fighting there. Yep, yeah. I started, uh, I think, recreationally while I was in school. Um, I was studying in university. Uh, a friend of mine was like, hey, I know this gym, and I went along with him. Yeah. Um, I started out for, I think most people kind of start out this way back home. Uh, just like recreationally, like this is fun. It beats uh, going tread- treadmill for however many hours and doing weights. Um, so I really liked doing Muay Thai and I found it was, it was my thing. I kind of dabbled in some MMA when I first started, but, um, I'd say Muay Thai is my true passion. Like I, I wanted to stick with that. So the, the gym that you went to, it had MMA, Muay Thai, all different types. Yeah. I had, uh, MMA had like jujitsu, uh, Muay Thai, boxing and everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, I've stuck really with, with Muay Thai now. You prefer stand up. What were you studying back then? Um, I actually studied, uh, psychology. Oh, no way. (laughs) You never told me that. I never told you. That's so funny because I just started studying psychology. So, yeah. yeah. So, I finished my bachelor's in psychology. And then I decided to specialize in human resources, which is like a post-grad program. Mm. Uh, It was a one-year fast-track program uh, with a co-op opportunity. So, while I was in school, um, sandwiched in between my semester, I got to do uh, like a work term, which I really enjoyed. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, with my uh, degree as well, I have to do an internship during the degree, and then obviously I want to get some work experience in it as well. So it, you don't think to, to pursue psychology or something with humans? Uh, so I think like... Uh, now you decide to just punch them. I know. <laughs> made, made a big career change. <laughs> no, I, I, I did found, like, uh, the psychology background did help when I was doing human resources. Uh, it's very much a people interactions and um i'd say that was a big a lot of people said like my people skills while i was working was a big piece uh for me yeah oh yeah um how old are you now if you don't mind me asking so i'm 29 now you're 29 now and so how old were you when you started fighting i started well started fighting around i want to say because i started 20 like training but I don't think anyone kind of gets serious, like, right away. No. <laughs> hope not. <laughs> um, so I'd say around maybe 24 was, like, a good year. I, I was fighting, like, consistently. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Four years in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, how is the fight scene in Canada, yeah. in Toronto? So I'd say it's picked, o- picked up over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've recently started, like, uh, Muay Thai Ontario, like, our, our province. Um, and they've started to do actual like tournaments to compete like in international events. So like you have to qualify to be a part of the team. That's amateur. For amateur, right. yeah. Um, but professional within Ontario, 
doesn't exist right now at the moment. It has to do with like some legislation and things with the government, but they're really working towards getting that to be a thing. Um, I know in other provinces, so Calgary this year is starting a professional mm-hmm. event, um, but it's a lot slower. It's not like Thailand where it's like you can, if you really wanted, you could probably fight every other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little slower. So you, you might fight one month and then have some time off and then fight again. Um, at the time when I was back home, I was actually working and, and trying to fight at the same time. Oh, wow. So mm. you, that, at that time you were working in human resources yeah. whilst you were fighting humans. It, was, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't easy. It was challenging. <laughs> but yeah, and, and then it made for interesting stories. Like if I had to go home and I had, or I went to work the next day and I had like a, a black yeah. eye. And then I had to interview someone for a job, which, <gasps> which made for... So uh, I became really good at doing my makeup sometimes. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. But <laughs> so your girlfriend didn't help you with that. She did, she did. But she then, taught like, you. She taught me like some things and then I think I perfected it. Like I got really good. I just And, like, and now you're, you're doing your girlfriend's makeup for her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's as impressed when I do her makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Mm. Um, so what made you decide to come to Thailand and pursue mm. fighting here? Yeah. So I th- it was a big change for me. Um before I made the decision, I think um, some big things sort of happened in terms of like life and fight stuff. Right. Um, I was doing well. I had a big fight um, back home on Lion Fight, which is like a big show in like North America. And they're, yeah. they're getting bigger now. Um, I won with a KO. So like it brought a lot of like publicity and people being like, oh, there's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and after that, I ended up fighting for like my first like professional title against a fighter from Turkey. This was out in... Um, promotion called warrior cup was, that was in the in, was in um the states in, in the Canada? states he okay. he was from turkey but he was training in um in new jersey i believe okay uh he trained a lot of fa group out here and we ended up fighting out there and i ended up winning the bout so i felt like i was like on top of the world um and then i had a fight um out in uh london england muay thai grand prix muay thai grand prix yeah and on that one, I actually got hit with a spinning elbow highlight reel. So, like, I'm all over the internet of me getting oh knocked no. out with, like, an elbow. It sucked. Yeah. And it put me in, like, a weird spot in life, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, like, down on myself because I was, like. You were, like, at the highest with the high and then yeah. you just dropped all the way low. Yeah. You know, and, That's like, um, it left for a lot. And I'm sure lots of fighters kind of go through something like this. Um, but it left me thinking a lot, like. I only live, you only get to live like one life or so. And um, I wanted like deep down, I was like, I want to be good. I know I could be better than this, than than doing work and Muay Thai. Yeah. So um, I decided I'm going to leave home (laughs) and I came out here. So I came to Thailand and I wanted to pursue Muay Thai permanently. So like, this is my thing right now. Yeah. What was the reaction of your parents, yeah. your friends, everyone? I think for, so that was a hard, I'm very close with like my mom and dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, wasn't an easy conversation. Even my conversation with my work, like my colleagues, I really liked where I was working previously. <laughs> yeah. And it's predominantly like a, like a female industry, the company that I worked for. They worked with like uh, kids with disabilities, very caring, uh. nurturing ladies. Uh, so like, it felt like I was having multiple breakup conversations with people <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, they got very emotional. And when I told my parents, um, my dad was like, cool about it. He's like, 
yeah, you come back, you figure things out when you come back home. Uh, my my mom was a little more difficult uh, just because she's like, but you've been working so hard and you have things right. going here. But um, I think they really understood when I explained it to them. And they've actually, my parents have come to visit me while I've been out here. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, when they were here, I also ended up having a fight. So, oh, which one was that? Yeah, it was when I fought at Lumpini Stadium. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. So it was like, they got to come and see that I'm not just like out here goofing around. <laughs> they know like I'm actually trying to fight. So, yeah. so it was cool that, that way. Oh, and then so your girlfriend came with you. Yeah. So, so my girlfriend, if uh, anyone's been to any event, if you've watched even on. Uh, <laughs> she's always, she's she's always, always on TV, on TV yeah. in the corner cheering like crazy. It's yeah. so funny. She's like my number one fan. Number, <laughs> number one support because like, you know, um, I think being in a relationship and being a, a fighter is not easy. Sometimes people it's don't not. understand, like, why are you going to the gym all the time? And it's like, I need to train. Yeah, yeah. And not just that, but, like, you're in a strict routine. You're going to sleep, that you eat, everything. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she gets that. Oh, and she's really been good. supportive. And, like, I told her, like, this is what I wanted to do. Um, and she said, I'll come along. Like, oh. uh, So she came along. And, and, you know what? It's really good having, like, another person around, uh, like, some days are, are if I was if she wasn't around, I feel like I'd be very lonely. <laughs> I bet. No, no. It, yeah. Just being a fighter is a lonely thing, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're so focused on what you do and you kind of do sort of take yourself away from everyone and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it is a lonely thing, fighting. Yeah. But um, she started training with you at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she ended up coming out, uh, doing some Muay Thai here. And I, I told her, it's like, said it's a little different back home because uh, one, like, uh, it's always like the, what I love about training out here is like you're usually partnered up with a trainer and he kind of like watches over you and and um it's not the same back home just because there's not as many instructors you, yeah usually it's like you someone else holding pads for, and then like alternating or so um but she really enjoyed it um and then she's recently just got into yoga and running she really loves running now uh it's like been her big things but um she plans on coming back um, really soon to come do some more training. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so how long have you been here now? So I'm going on 10 months. So I've been out here for 9, 10, and then I'm going to be heading home actually next month. Wow, 10 months is big. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, it's not it easy is. to stay in Thailand. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, I know we had a conversation earlier where they have they said I was a tourist here too long. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the visa. Yeah, with my visa. But I've really enjoyed it. And, uh, like, I'm already thinking, like, I want to come back next year. <laughs> wow, you're not thinking, oh, I can't wait to go home. Like, No, you know, um, I think when my parents were here, it kind of made me miss home. They had left. And now as I get closer, I can definitely say I'm ready to go back. Mm. But I'm also thinking about, like, potentially coming back next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're never going to go back to that job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so... How did you find out about Luktafa? So I had seen a few people from Canada had been training over. So mm-hmm. like Stefan Opong, he, he had been training at Luktafa previously. Yeah. I also just like, I think a big thing in today's age is like social media. I had seen a few things online, saw some stuff I really liked. <laughs> um, when I came over to Thailand, I went over to Phuket for a little bit. Um, I was looking for just a little change. I know there's more opportunities here in Bangkok just in terms of like, media and because in Phuket you fight in stadiums they keep you busy but not as much like uh like video photo everything like yes. building up a profile 
So I really wanted to come over to Bangkok and I came over. Um, and when I came to Laktopfa, like um, the first time I came, you guys were a little busy because you had the WMO tournament or oh, something. Oh, yeah. But um, it was just good. I felt I really felt welcome coming in. Sometimes you go into places and they just treat you like a, like another fighter. They're like, oh, here's a guy who we can get him a fight and he'll be gone and out of our hair. And I told them I wanted to stay long term and they were really serious about helping me find a, a place and staying for a while. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you, like, why, why did you decide on Bangkok? But what you just said, that's so true. Like, if you fought in Phuket, you'd be fighting around those stadiums yeah. that are in Phuket, whereas in Bangkok, you got more exposure, like you said, like uh, fights that are on TV and mm-hmm. whatnot. But you fought in different places, though, not just Bangkok, right? You fought all over. I fought, it, no, I've just so far it's just been Bangkok and down in... Um, in Phuket area. Oh, yeah. I, I swear I thought you fought in like the, some random place. No, no. No? <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> Someone sorry. Else. <laughs> Maybe you look like me. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so um, talk us through your journey a little bit more in terms of your fighting. So you, you, I remember you saying you first got to Lutafar and you didn't mm-hmm. fight, like, I mean, you fought quite soon after you had arrived. Yeah, so I got, I got there and I think within two weeks or so, yeah. um, I was training, it was like on a Friday, and uh, PJ, I was like, hey, do you want to fight on Sunday on a Super Champs? I'm like, okay, sure. He's like, we go check weight tomorrow morning. <laughs> and then I stepped on a scale, and he's like, yeah, yeah, just go home, sleep, and then we check weight, you'll be fine. Okay. So uh, I, I weighed in at 66, it was what they, they wanted, and um, that was my first fight with Luktopfo, and I, I won on Super Champ then. Um, and I think kind of got things going like I was happy, like I was happy, I was in a happy place and just kept training. I think another factor like that was really good was around that time, uh, Panlep was getting ready for his fight. Oh, yeah, and yeah. We're around the same sort of weight. Mm-hmm. Ish, I'm a little heavier sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I like the Thai food. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, and it was really motiv- motivating to be. We both wake up every morning and get good training. Oh, that's everything. good. Yeah. yeah, it's always good when you have a training partner. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's nice now, like, um, War and Toon, like, they're both going to be fighting MX, yeah. so that they can start training together now. They were both, and that, that was, like, they were both training recently. Yeah. And I was like, yes, because I had my, I have a fight coming up soon, too. It felt good to be having having them train. And they both fought recently, so, like, this week they've been off, and I was like, it's not the same without them. But Jao really stepped it up this week. Uh, like, he's been really pushing me, and... Like, I really appreciate it because he has family in town right now. Yeah. And he's been, like, on me for everything. <laughs> That's really... Maybe, maybe he's scared to be around the family. So he's like, I need to work. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have work to do. There's one so day. Serious um, it was the morning because both Warren and Toon were, were there. Um, he's like, okay, go sprint. And I'm like, who am I going to sprint against today? Like, no one's going to go sprinting. So he grabbed, uh, a, like, a bicycle and he came out there and he was biking against. I, I doubt oh, he was fun. trying, but it was good. Like, yeah. it was fun, like, while we were out there sprinting. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. So, um, you fought on Super Champ. What, what other promotions have you fought on? Um, Super Champ. I did, uh, uh, it was a China event recently. Oh, yeah. Like, I was out here in Bangkok, which is interesting. And I guess because I have tattoos on my back, they <laughs> had to wear a T-shirt when I fought. Or some people had, like, makeup done on. Really? Yeah, it was, it was interesting because I don't even know how the makeup would stay on or so. Because, like, the, the recent law in China is that fighters, anyone, like Muay Thai, kickboxing, boxing, MMA, if they have tattoos, they have to cover it. That's It's against the law to show your tattoos if you're a fighter now. So, yeah, a Chinese promotion came and 
you know, held a fight in Thailand, but yet their fighters had to cover their tattoos. Yeah. How was it wearing a t-shirt during that? I mean, it's a different feeling, I'm it's sure. Different. But I think, like, uh, the, like, you don't think about it. Mm. At the time, you just got to do... <laughs> like, if I'm thinking that uh, I have a t-shirt on, <laughs> and then someone hits me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I forget that I'm wearing a t-shirt on at that point. <laughs> Probably many. <laughs> yeah. But the people who were wearing makeup over their tattoos, they didn't rip off? I didn't really get to see, but it just looked weird just in the like background. Just like blotches of like... like <laughs> blotches like on different areas of their body to cover up. Wow. Yeah. I imagine that and like Naman Moy, which is the boxing liniment and Vaseline mm-hmm. all mixed together is not going to be helpful. Yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting event in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ruto didn't fight after no. all. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting part. I got partnered up with like an, an old teammate. Yeah, yeah. So we had this high guy called Naruto who used to be trained at Lutofa. And so, the, so Eric and Naruto used to train together. And then later down the road, he, he went to another gym and then they matched them up together and they didn't want to fight because like, they've been training partners. So then they ch- changed opponents so many times, like last minute. Yeah, at one point it was like, Eric, you're not fighting. Now you're fighting. But it was, it's fine. I feel like you've been through that so many times. Yeah. In Thailand, that's what happens. So like yeah. fights like... Sometimes you fight, sometimes you don't, and then you may know like a day or two in advance and you have no idea who you're fighting and all these different crazy and wonderful things. No, I think it's a it's a part of being in Thailand. It keeps Something, you on your toes. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though, because like, you know, like in the West that you have like one opponent that you know you're gonna fight and then you focus so much energy on that person, like study them before the fight, like, oh I'm gonna kill this person, blah blah blah. But really like you should focus just on your own performance. Yeah, mostly. like your own ability or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So you fought um so Super Champ, and then that Chinese one, and you fought at Lumpini. Yeah, I Lumpini. Any others? Uh, the rest were down in Patong. Uh, um, I've had a few, I guess, like, because people are starting. I've met a few promoters at events and stuff. They've messaged me to say, if I want to go over to Cambodia or so. Oh, yeah. Um, we had someone come over to the gym recently, and he's like, Canada, you want to go fight somewhere? And he, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go home in, in a few days. I know who you're talking about. When you just, as soon as you said that, I was yeah. like, I know who this person is. <laughs> I was like, I'm just here training for my fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then now I have a fight coming up on uh, Max, Max Muay Thai. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, this the, Sunday? Uh, the 14th, so oh, two weeks. Cool. Yeah. Oh, just before you go home then? Before I go home. So 14th, then I have a few days to be normal and head home. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so what are the biggest injuries you've had? Um, I've had like little things in terms of like like a foot injury or, or like my knee was a little sore. So mm-hmm. aside from that, I'd say like the biggest ones would just be cuts from elbows. Yeah, you came <laughs> yeah. here, you got, you've collected a nice collection. Yeah, I've collected a cuts. few. I know like uh, before I came over to Liktofu, I had a big fight in uh, Patong. And I, I still think like this is the craziest thing. Like that one was one of my highlight fights. Like it was a big deal. But like only people that were there got to see it. You know what I mean? Because it's like, no. um, and I actually lost on points, but like, in terms of people that watched it, like, oh my god, that guy has heart because, like, everyone said, "Watch out, he has—he's a big elbow fighter." And then it became like an elbow war in, in the fight, wow. right? Um, he was a tie. He's a tie, yeah. Um, but like, it's a, a fight that I like. When I walked out of that fight, I was like, "I survived that fight. I can fight anyone. Like, I'll fight whoever." <laughs> oh, so, so it's cool. been a big thing for me. Uh, but cuts, I guess, do delay training because then. You have to wait for, for things to get better mm, <laughs> and true. before you get another fight. How many cuts have you got? Um, since I've been here, I have had one on this side, one up here. Two. A big one on my three, three four. four. And then recently, 
five. This one was like a headbutt. I don't be What about the one here? Underneath oh, your yes, eye? And then six. under my eye. Six. Oh my god. The, <laughs> and the one on your head. Oh, so this one <laughs> seven. on the top of my head was not even from fight. It was from training. <laughs> Someone bit him. <laughs> guy like bit me. <laughs> I was clinching and his tooth lodged into lodged like into he my pulled head. a piece of his skin yeah. off his head. Jade was there that day, like I sorry, I was like yeah. Oh. And I had a fight coming up and I got so frustrated. I was like, no, I have the worst luck right now. Like, who gets bit in the head? <laughs> oh. Yeah, but, it was like one week before your fight. Yeah. And then I still fought. Yeah, you still fought because yeah. it's just like right on the top. So yeah. it's like, it's not visible. I Everyone mean, said like, I mean, oh, yeah. grow your hair. Isn't Eric's fault? <laughs> uh. Cover it up. <laughs> um, okay. So, um you mostly fought in Bangkok, but the ones in Phuket, they were before you came to Lutzafer, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the, um, most of the, so three of them, four of them were Thai and one was a foreigner. Um, but they were. Oh, all, wow. Yeah. In this 10 months you've been here, you raked up a lot of fights. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Like, they're very, um, the gym I was at was very fight, fighter oriented mm-hmm. and they run a show every Saturday. Oh, Sing Patong. Sing, uh, yeah, Sing Patong. Yeah. And Australia. So, as soon as you say that, I'm like, okay, I know what gym yeah, that so, is. No, That's a good he, gym. He's a good gym. He runs a show every Saturday at Patong Stadium. So if you want to fight, you just tell him and they put you in like the program and get you ready to get ready. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. So um, talk us through some training. Like what's a day in the life like? Yeah. So right now I feel like they're trying to kill me. <laughs> 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 whenever, whenever you have a fight coming up, I think there's like that extra push. Um, so usually morning is a, a longer run. Um, some days we do like more of like a maybe shorter, but a lot a lot faster run. Uh, that was definitely this morning. <laughs> um, and then I alternate in the mornings, like usually two, three times a week with some sprints. So whether it be just regular sprint or sprinting with like the tire behind me, which is like death because my legs feel like rubber afterwards. Um, and there's lots of like speed sort of drills happening in the morning and body weight type exercises. And then afternoon is a lot more like pad work, uh, bag and sparring or clinching. Um, I find that we're doing a lot more like a uh, body weight to get keep up with strength and a lot more speed drills right now. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Cause I know like, uh, people was always like, we need to be quicker, quicker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's been a lot of focus on speed right now. Oh, that's yeah. good. At least they know like the area that they want you to improve in and then they'll, they're drilling yeah. that. Yeah. And I feel like as I ran, as we get up closer, they'll be like, you're one week away. So like this, the other day in the morning, Joe was like, no 50 kicks, 70. So he did his oh 70. And then I finished. He's like, okay, 40. And I was like, I guess it is getting closer to fight week because he's really pushing me. Wow. But you know what? I really appreciate it. I, I, I know it takes a lot of time for them to, to put effort into me for sure. Yeah. Usually like the two weeks before a fight is like horrible. Like it's yeah. the hardest training. It just makes everything just not as fun as it usually yeah. is. You go home and you just like lie in bed <laughs> and you kind of wonder like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then you fight and then win, lose, you're addicted anyway. So you go back to it. Yeah. So what makes, so what makes you addicted to fighting? I think it's just like, find the biggest it's like a challenge for yourself right and then like balancing like your fight time with just everything else i think obviously fight is like my priority when i have like, mm-hmm. something lined up but um it's what motivates me is that i want to be good at the sport and i know as like a, a foreigner coming to thailand 
for you to get, I don't know, any sort of notice or like recognition mm-hmm. is a big deal. So like I want to do well. And I think that's a big piece of why I'd want to come back. Right. Yeah. So that's like part of your, your overall goal and your yeah. motivation is like you just want to be better every time. Yeah. Make yourself better every time. I think when I go back home, I kind of want to ride the wave of like, oh, I've been training. I've been fighting. I've been on like these these different shows. Like hopefully continue to fight and things won't be as as slow back home. I right. know it always depends on when promotions are happening, but I do know. Yeah, in the West, it's like it's quite slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, so, oh yeah, tell us what it's like when you're in the ring. Like, mm. what is that feeling like? Yeah, I think you're. As I go to the ring, it's always like that. Yeah. Your heart beats a little faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once I go, like, I always sit over the rope and then, like, to my corner. Um, that's when I calm down a little more because it's like you're you're in it. There's no, like, you can't change the course of what you're about to do. And I think once you, you start, you touch gloves, then it's, like, really just starting to, and we've talked about this more and more now at the gym, just really analyzing like what you're going to do mm-hmm. um, like on some of those shows where maybe it's a, a three round fight is a little faster pace. Yeah. You gotta go, just go in go, there. Right. Um, but also noticing like what works, like depending on who you're fighting um, versus what doesn't work or so. Yeah, that's true. It's every fight is a learning experience yeah. for you to like see what you need to improve on next time. Win or lose, you know, you should yeah. still learn from it. I think that's the thing I like most about Thailand. It's like you always fight a di- like different types of opponents, but the result, uh, whether you win or lose, is really like growth from that fight. Like even the trainers will say like, like win, lose, no problem. Like as long as we keep getting better, like experience, you know, whereas back home, everyone's a little more protective of like their record and yeah. remaining like loss free or like. Which is like. Yeah. Yeah, hardly realistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you've been watching a lot of fights as well. Your fellow, uh, your fellow teammates yeah, and teammates. fighters. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your your teammates, all yeah. the guys that look so far. Yeah. So um, I guess, like I had mentioned before, Panlip. That that's like I feel like uh, me and him are like both training partners, and then like he's recently started holding pads a lot for me. Yeah, he's uh, good. His boxing is really good. I didn't think like I was like, oh, he's really good. Like he's a good fighter, and mm. then. He started holding like boxing and I was like, wow, it's really good. Like, it's not like just like a single punch. He really puts together combinations, but like as a fighter, like he's great and it's great to work with someone like him. Um, Toon, who uh, recently fought on MX. Yeah. Um, that was a last minute. Yeah, last minute. Like, <laughs> I found out through like social media. I was like, oh my God, Toon's fighting tomorrow. Yeah, he got, <laughs> yeah, just a day before. At the at the weigh-in, there yeah. was one guy who, who just went in and was just too heavy. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, do you have this weight? I'm like, we called my fighter. He's not been training for a yeah. fight. And he had to ride his motorbike all the way down to the weigh-in and check it and weigh-in that day and then fight the next day. Yeah. yeah. yeah but Toon is always like uh, athletic, I'd say. He is like, very athletic. athletic. And like even today, he's this morning. He's like, "Let's go, speed!" And I never seen a man run so fast. I remember one time we were running, and he's like, "I gotta go toilet, Eric." I was like, "Okay." I saw him outrun cars. Like he was going so fast. He like got to the gym. I was like, "Where did this guy go?" But he's super athletic. It's crazy. Like he just spends all of his time just working out and doing like calisthenics and all these different like plyometrics and a rope like. What do you call it? Like 
doing flips and yeah. all these crazy stuff. So yeah, <laughs> he's a special one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the one who's even more special is uh, War. Wow, he also fight. <laughs> Wa is our little uh, Burmese fighter. He fights on MX Extreme. He's called Somi Yong. Somi mm-hmm. Ong. Yeah. yeah. And if you ever spend time with him, he never stops talking. Like <laughs> sometimes I don't even know what he's saying, and then he'll just be like rapping, and, then, <laughs> and I'll be like, "War, I don't know." And he's like, "You big fan." <laughs> to say that I'm his number one fan, and you know what? Like I do like. I love I love when watching him fight. He's very entertaining. He's very entertaining. And when he does have a fight, he trains really hard for it. Yeah. He is just he loves fighting. Mm-hmm. Like he just purely loves it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I was saying like when he takes a break, like like maybe last year he had a long break because the, the promotions were changing, some things were changing, so he didn't fight for a good few months and and then when we gave him fights, his spirit changed completely from like a little depressed kid to like this most happiest like Crazy normal yeah. him. I'd yeah, say it's he loves it. been like fairly recently. He's been getting on those MX shows. He's, yeah, he's like a different person. He's so happy. Yeah, <laughs> even like when he's in the ring, he's smiling. Yeah, <laughs> I think people think he's crazy because he like with the M. I don't small, think like, so. I think I know so. Up, <laughs> he'll get hit with like the like it's a small glove and he'll just be like, "I'm coming for you." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. Uh, yeah, so there's a good uh, good little crew there mm. at the gym. How about the trainers? Trainers, um, I'd say like each one of them is is very much on top of you, even if they're not like, I guess, your number one guy who you're always working with. Like, um, for example, in the mornings, uh, Yasim shows up on his bike and he'll like follow us. And like we might be going like 10K that day and he'll just be behind us uh, the whole time, you know, like that's a big piece that like he doesn't need to do that for us, but he comes along anyways. It matters. Yeah. It makes a difference. I think... Um, both uh, Kubu and Ku Jiao in class have really been on top of people, uh, sort of running that, especially the morning pro- mm-hmm. programs. Um, and then even recently, I noticed uh, uh, P. Gao will be like watching me while I'm clinching and sparring, and he'll like start throwing out like little things for me to do. And I really try to listen to it because I value like his experience and knowledge, right? So yeah, I just remember yesterday uh, we were clinching, and I was clinching with White, and White's like a, a little bigger. In terms of the, some of the ties. Yeah, I think he's, a, he's, he's around 70 kilograms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he'd just be watching like, knee, knee, knee. <laughs> and it just like pumps you up while you're, while you're training, you know? Yeah, he's a little yeah, crazy little one. Fun. They're all crazy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> when I think about it, they're all a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think every, every person is a little bit of crazy. I mean, you know? if they're going to be fighters, then I think someone who wants to be a fighter it must have a little bit of crazy in yeah. them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think it's also because... The trainers, they see that you've been here long term and they see your dedication. Yeah. So that's why they're also willing to put in that extra effort. I mean, they do to everyone as well. But like, that's why they're like, okay, now I'm going to like give him this tip and that, that little yeah. tip on this, you know, so. I think that's a big piece. I always say um, people might come to Thailand, even though I had come previously, you stay for like a month or so, but it's not the same when you stay long term, you build those relationships with trainers and and people within the gym. It becomes mm-hmm. more of like a family and they you really try to build up things versus like when you're here for a month, it's very fast tracked. And I also feel like when you stay longer, you get to know, I guess, people better, areas better. Yes. Like being in this area, you I walk down the street and there's like people that would be like, oh, there's there's that 
uh, bald Palan guy walking down the street. <laughs> but you know what? I I really like that part. Like, um, yeah, they, they, yeah, they get happy when they see you. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're like, know you. Yeah, I'll miss that piece when I, like, <laughs> I have like things I'll miss when I leave. They'll probably miss sure. you too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I have like this little family that is close to where I uh, stay. And the man always wants to know like when I'm fighting and I show, he doesn't speak much English, but I just use my phone to sort of like show him like calendar dates. I know my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm able to say that. Um, and then even some days he'll have, like he sells bananas and mangoes and everything. And in the morning he'll be like, just have this bananas. He's like, we'll make you strong. And, and we'll like flex oh, at me. That's so yeah. nice. And they'll like ask me some days if I want to uh, like eat with their eat with them Aww. and i'll be like why well, i feel like it'd be really awkward because i wouldn't be able to speak much with them like oh um, you can I, show them videos of your fights i've done and that posters. so i've sat down with them uh before and i've had a meal and i'll just show them because they like watching some of the fights so we'll, yeah. we'll watch some of them um and they really like that piece oh that's really yeah. cute yeah. <laughs> i didn't know that that's yeah. so cute i was gonna say what's your best and worst moments whilst you've been in thailand best moment I would want to say my fight at Lumpini was very like a big highlight. Um, just because I got the the win that night. Uh, my family was there, and just like the atmosphere, that's, yeah, you know, really like awesome. it's such a big change. Like when you go and fight there, it's also like a it's a five rounder. It's not, I guess, like a three round entertainment. Yeah, which fight. most of them are these yeah. days. Yeah. So it was kind of a switch up. I mean, I had fought um, previously five rounds mm-hmm. in Patong, where all those were fives. But um, so this was okay, and like it was good to have like family and and a lot of people from the gym actually came out to support. We I think some, I remember that. Yeah, yeah there we were a some lot. guys like that came out. I think everyone had a few too many singers. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it more fun though. It everyone's a little bit fun. tipsy like, yeah. watching your fights. Everyone was cheering. cheering. It was crazy. Like the atmosphere was like so fun. Uh, so I think that was a big highlight for me. Um, mm, lows. Oh, I guess if you're like getting through any sort of injury. Or sickness, like uh, mm. when your like stomach isn't feeling too good, and oh yeah, you've you had that. Yeah, you've had the Thai. Yeah, <laughs> the Thai <laughs> bad stomach, yeah, which yeah, most yeah. people get. If yeah, you're like, ah, oh, am I gonna get up and go train today? And you decide not to, but then, like, you get up the next morning and you feel a little bit better. I think those are like the harder days, but I'd say that's like the I don't know the only low. And for other foreigners, sometimes come to the gym, they also experience this, and I tell them like. <laughs> Hey, I've been there. It's not fun. But um, I, I can't say anything other than that. Maybe injuries, but you work through them, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, um, have you have the trainers ever made you drink that? Yeah, yeah the, the stuff after yeah, Radon Pon, yeah. yeah, Thai. It's like, um, how do I explain this? It's a, a drink that will make you drink the day after a fight or a couple of days after. And it, they say it's to cleanse your body and to, and to get rid of any like blood clots or anything like that yeah. to clean out your body called Redon Pon. Um, but <laughs> you have to run to the wash. <laughs> it makes you need to go to the toilet yeah. straight away. Like just don't leave the toilet yeah. all day. Okay. Just be, be around. Make sure you're nearby a yeah. toilet because and yeah. Like Kujao, he like believes in it. He's like, you have to drink this after the fight. So yes, I have, I have tried it, and you have to run to. How's it taste? It tastes horrible, but <laughs> I feel it's like you're having a shot, like a horrible shot. <laughs> so you just no, it's bigger than it's a shot. It's bigger though. than a shot, but yeah. I just try to down it as fast as I can. I've had to drink it before too, and I think most people who've had experience fighting would have probably drank it as well, yeah. and they all can sympathize 
mm-hmm. <laughs> with it because it's not anything that's nice. And do you feel like it helps your body after? I don't know if it just <laughs> if it helps your body or if you just think that it helps your body. <laughs> like so so I don't know what the answer is like if it does or doesn't. I <laughs> do it because I'm told to, and I say yes, I will do it. <laughs> I give it a try. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Also, I think um, it could be like a placebo effect. Yeah. Someone recently told me they started measuring placebo effects. Oh, really? As like a way to like, if you're believing that something is helping you, even though it may not be helping you, it does. It is helping you in a way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Odd, so odd psychology facts. <laughs> I know, but we'll be shooting those out along the show. Um, so number of fights whilst you've been here and mm. your current record in total. Okay. So I've had nine fights while I've been out here in Thailand. Um, and then current record, I'd say 21 and eight. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, in terms of like we have this weird thing back home uh when we first start because there were like unsanctioned events there'd be like some smoker events okay so it's just like in-house events i do some of those as as well um previously so Uh, that's on top of the 21 and eight. yeah yeah. okay um so there's fight experience also like just uh i've been in i've been doing it for a while so i i always tell people like i may have not been fighting right away like I did a little recreationally while I was in school and you get into work. So you kind of get away back in front. For sure. But I think some of that experience has really helped um, shape things as fighters. There's obviously I'm still growing and still learning stuff. And I think that's the way it should be as a fighter. You shouldn't just be like, I'm perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Even like the oldest fighters, they, they should always still continue learning. Anything that you do, you're always continually learning, mm-hmm. you know? Um, when... I don't know why I keep going blank today. <laughs> it's one of those days. It's just today. one of those days. Oh, so when you go fight at Max Muay Thai, that's going to be the, your 10th fight yep. whilst you're out yep. here in Thailand within 10 months. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. Well, there's that one, like the recent one where I fought, and like we had uh, the China event, which was like right back to back. Because at one point there was a little slow period mm. um, when I had I'd got my fight right when I came to Lutofu, and then there was some time where I didn't fight right away. Um, but I really tried to stay to like almost like one a month. That was like, oh yeah, no, that was around March. Yeah. When I say it was around Songkran time. Oh, like, oh that's why maybe. Yeah, yeah. things kind of slowed down around then and mm-hmm. then picked up again. Again, I was getting like a little burnt out around that period because I was still like training, training. And I should have maybe relaxed a little more. Oh, you celebrated yeah. Songkran yeah. though, Thai New Year. Which was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I had a good time and like with, there's lots of people at the gym at the time and it was, like we all went out. Um, together actually yeah it was, it was lots of fun the pickup truck throwing yeah. water around <laughs> yeah with like ice sometimes i wanted to throw it on myself because it was so hot that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah no songkran thai is, yeah. is like thai summer or thai new yeah. year it's a where everyone throws the water all, all over each other so it's yeah it's a hot event and it's also a really really fun cool yeah. event it's something that you should experience when you come to thailand i yeah. think yeah, was that your first time experiencing it? Um, the previous time I had been to Thailand also okay. was around Songkran. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. You made it, so you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. <laughs> okay, so um, you've also been on vacation whilst you've been here, like going around mm-hmm. different places. I've seen that you've had a few friends visit. Yeah. Whilst you've so been here. right now, like uh, my girlfriend, her two sisters, they're twins. <laughs> they're visiting right now, All so right. um, we've done some traveling. People come, whether it be within 
within Bangkok. Uh, we went up to Canterbury mm-hmm. with my parents. Uh, they had an elephant sanctuary there. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been to one there as well. So it was cool to like, I say it's like uh, one of the highlights of that I've done out here in Thailand, just being with the elephants and going in the water. I just had a good time. And like they, they're just free to do whatever they want. So it's, it was a good time there. Um, I mean, within Phuket too, uh, we did, I think you have to be a tourist sometimes because if I lived the fight life every day, I'd probably go crazy. Yeah, no, it's too yeah. much. You can get too much for sure. And there's so many things even to do within Bangkok. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first came over to Bangkok, I was like, oh, there's too much. Like, I don't know if I could handle it. And I like looked up was a little further. We're not right in the middle of no, Bangkok. Yeah. But it's also super easy to get downtown if I need to. Um, whether I go on BTS or like the SkyTrain, which are both close by, I've learned how to use some of the Santiago's. Oh, that's good. So I just like started experimenting. I'd be like, this one, we'll see where it goes. And then I end up at Paradise and Seekan Mall. And I was like, cool, I know where I'm going. And it's cheap. (laughs) Uh, No, it's really cheap. Yeah, the song tower. It's like a little uh, truck that you just kind of hop on the back of it. And it's like, what, 10 baht, is it? Yeah, it was eight. And then it recently went up to nine or so. Oh, God. Raising uh, the price. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But super cheap to get around. Yeah. I think like there's not many uh, like foreigners on on them so they're always like who's this guy getting on here um yeah the the area that we're in is not that many foreigners it's not a tourist area really it's more like residential but it's like it's growing it's getting more popular the area i think yeah Yeah. Mm. so you went phuket kanchanaburi and then you went to ayutia with the gym as well you did like a little trip that was like so that's another one of my like favorite highlights uh uh, my girlfriend even came along with us i Mm. said like we're gonna go up there we're gonna we like the gym did a show uh, which was also cool just to do like the Homoi brand, Muay Thai out there. Um, and just like the culture and heritage and being told about some of the history there. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, it was definitely a highlight for me as well. Have you been yeah. learning Muay brand at all? Um, I only had been doing like a little bit around that time. And then I felt like they were really pushing for people at the gym to, to be picking up and doing some of it. Yeah. So I stuck around and I, I did some. Um, but I don't attend the classes that often, uh, more so because I'd focus on yeah, your I focus train, and then during that period, I'd rather like eat sleep because <laughs> right in the middle of the day, yeah. and then come back in the afternoon. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> eating and sleeping is important yeah. too. <laughs> Just training all day and don't sleep at all. Don't I did eat. three <laughs> sessions today, and I don't know why I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so eating and Thai food. Yeah. Yeah, you're into Thai food? I lo- uh, so, like, I guess, like, everyone would ge- generically say, like, Pad Thai street food. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, I love the curries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some soup that I always have in the morning. Like I ha- And, like, I still to this day don't know what this soup is. I just walk in and they know that's what I want. <laughs> and then they throw it together and I know how much I'm paying for the soup. Aww. But it's, it's spicy. How did you order it in the beginning, if you don't mm. know? I do a lot of pointing <laughs> <laughs> and numbers. I'll be like, no. Or if me and my girlfriend will be like, song. <laughs> and then it'll get, it'll get me what I usually need. Same with if I go to, um, like, at Paradise, um, a lot of the um, places don't have English writing. Like, mm-hmm. it'll be in Thai writing. Oh, in the food court downstairs. The food court right? downstairs. Yeah, it's a good food court downstairs. Oh, awesome food court. <laughs> yeah. um, but what I'll usually do is if there is a photo... This is my uh, my strategy is to take a picture of the photo and then show them <laughs> <laughs> that picture of the photo and it gets me what I need. Right. Um, but it works out well. 
I mean, um, even for like on our street here, we have some of those like uh, like desserts, whether it be like the that fried pastry that you dip into the green oh, pandan. Oh, pandan yeah. and yeah, and like the yeah the pandan custard. Yeah, yeah. like that stuff a lot. Little <laughs> jellies that come along, like some of the places. So you're not eating <laughs> that nutritiously. No, no. <laughs> I, I figured as long as I'm training hard, it'll burn off. Well, that's also why I said sometimes I'm a little heavier than I want to mm, be. Thai desserts are really good, actually. Yeah, they're really I do good. like them. Yeah. yeah. I may not know all the names of things, but I mean, I've been getting by and experimenting with different things. Um, Just taking photos. Taking photos. Or like uh, coconut ice cream. I love that. Again, another dessert. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, the food I really like, sometimes I miss things from back home. So every once in a while, I'll, like go and have like a pizza or something just because, mm. like, I of course, once in a while, while. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so the soup, you don't know what the name is. I was going to say, what's yeah. your favorite food? But you can't even. I can't even tell you what <laughs> the name of my favorite food would be. I'm. A, I really enjoy uh, red curry right now. Oh, chicken okay. red curry. I was going to ask you also, uh, how do you stay motivated? But earlier you said that you just want to get better and inc- mm-hmm. and that's that's your motivation. Just yeah. get better every time. And I think like uh, well, that piece getting better and better, and just having other. People and being around people that also have same I like same perspective. Like they also want to get better. They also want to be good fighters. Yeah. Um, and I think that really helps when you're at the gym and there's people that want to do the same. Mm-hmm. Versus like um, sometimes say like back home, it might not always be like that. It might be more so recreational. They're just coming in for fun. Whereas like I looked up for we have our fighters and I find like we all kind of motivate each other, especially if the fights coming up. Like oh. Running afternoon, yes, and then like oh, that's nice. You know, yeah. We don't we don't really have that many foreign fighters. We don't. No, just no. mostly Thai, really. Yeah, mostly Thai. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's cool. Then you you chilling with the locals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and also you can take that kind of training concept and whatever you learn here and take it back home and you know work, yeah. work with that. And when you you start working as well, so I'm a big guy on like a like a nerd with my journal and stuff. So I'll oh. kind of jot some things down, whether it be on my phone right away or when I get home and, and write things. Down. No, that's really so, good. Yeah. It's good yeah. to always, even like things that you, you want to improve on as well. Like some, if someone tells you like, oh yeah, so then you just write that yeah. down. And like I didn't think it. of that way of doing things or so, so I'll just kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's your advice for others looking at, looking to come out to Thailand mm-hmm. and fight yeah, and do so, something similar that you've been doing? Yeah, I will, well, I think a big piece for me that I always t- talk to people about is like, one, I kind of saved up some money before coming because I think some people come out here and think that fighting gonna live is just gonna... a fighting life, which I don't, it's like you can make money, but it's also more of a struggle. Whereas I'd rather have like a safety net, a cushion of, so that if something does go wrong or I need funds, I have, you know? Yeah. Um, and even like when I go back home, I want to work and, and gain, gain money again and everything, right? So I've had like a, sa- a savings before I came out. Um, I guess other things people like what's their goals like when I came here I had goals and I've worked towards some of those um, maybe if I haven't achieved everything like I'll still work from when I come back or mm-hmm. so um, but do you think you've accomplished most of the stuff that yeah, you might things I've, I've checked off uh, and like little things might it might be just be like something small like work on like a certain technique or so. Or but you can always just, you know, approach any of your trainers and yeah. tell them, like, okay, I want to, I really want to work on this and then they'll mm-hmm. help you. So yeah. yeah. I, and I love doing that piece. Like just bound, like, I think they think I'm like weird for doing it. I just no. like, what if I do this? And they'll be like, no, try like, <laughs> like this way. 
And I think like recently, a lot of that has been happening. So that's really, I really good. Enjoy it. Yeah, because yeah, then yeah. you can share ideas and bounce off each other mm-hmm. as well. So like maybe you're thinking one way, like yeah, but you could, but then this may be a little bit better, or yeah, that's a really good yeah. idea. Yeah, I think yeah, I was just gonna say me being around longer. I think they value value that more, and just like that open lines of communication that mm-hmm. way. Whereas like some people may come, we don't know what, how long or how long they're gonna stay or yeah. Yeah, like, and sometimes like, it's yeah. hard to know what someone's goals are when they f- yeah. when they come for just a, a short time because it may change as well. They're, mm-hmm. they're like, okay, I want to do this, and then they get into it, and like maybe they want to change whatever they came with the intention of yeah. when they first got here. So it's hard for the trainers to sort of read them in that way, yeah. especially with the language barrier as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I speak like uh, Thai English sometimes, where yeah. I break down like my English and and like you smaller, and, and it gets gets me by on a lot of things. I think just being around. And doing gestures or so, and like we know each other better, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. You mean you, you bounce off each other's energies? I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like war, for one. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's a full of energy. <laughs> he's full of energy. You don't have to know what he's saying, but you can just go along with it yeah. anyway. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was gonna say, yeah. Like I said earlier, are you look, you're looking forward to going home. How about your girlfriend? Yeah, she is as well. We've talked about like, because uh, we always have like weird combos of like. Uh, the great part about having her around is like I just throw anything that's on my mind and she'll kind of like have like comments back or so. So we talk about like what's it like gonna be like going home? What kind of things are we gonna eat when we go back? Oh, home? that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Um what kind of family things are gonna so actually when I go back home, um her and I are making a stop in a different province within Canada and uh my family, like my mom and dad, you know, my, my brother's busy with work or so but he's gonna be they're they're gonna be visiting us and we're gonna be doing like a little family trip or so oh that's really yeah nice. and then when we get back to canada we're gonna be doing some stuff with her parents as well um and then oh like we, we always talk about like in terms of like coming back to thailand um i don't think we do as long as a stay because we miss some of our families and friends um we just thought we dabble with some of those sort of conversations i mm-hmm. think it's good to have her around to keep me sane. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So what's your future goals? So a big thing for me is I th- want to eventually, I know it's a big a big commitment, but I want to do like a world title eventually, fight for like a big world title. I mean, gaining that experience, fighting as much as possible and seeing whatever happens. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's realistic. It's definitely yeah. realistic. You're, you're going in the right direction for sure. So for sure. yeah. I think, I think that was a big piece of like why I came out. Like I was like, I know I can be better. Let's go and try this. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I really hope that you, you know, you, you, like you said, you want to work on those little extra areas where you can yeah. Yeah, go in there, go into the gym and just tell the trainers you want to do that so you can accomplish those. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, that, and more steps towards your goal. Max Muay Thai next. Yeah, Max Muay Thai next. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Eric, for joining me today. Thank you, Thank you for having me. Really nice. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Please hit the like and subscribe button. Follow the Jay Marissa podcast. Kaufkunka. Kaufkunka.